Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, a founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. This podcast is brought to you completely free through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. All right, on today's episode, I want to go over a few tax sell success hacks. Now, first off, just so we can both make sure your expectations align properly with this episode, I don't have anything to tell you that will allow you to go out and make a million bucks in the next week. That stuff just is not reality. But instead, I'm going to go over just a few things that I have learned over almost 20 years in this business as an investor, as well as a decade now as a tax sell educator. Some of these might not seem all that earth shattering, and that's okay, but hopefully those will serve as good reminders of exactly what you should be doing. And others, of course, might just pique your curiosity. All right, so let's go through a few tax sell success hacks. The first one, learn and then do. And I am always going to start with this one anytime I talk about tax sell success. Tax sell investing is a simple sounding business, but it has a lot of inner workings that you must fully understand. I can guarantee you it is a lot more than just buying and selling real estate. The real world is a very tough place to learn. I get emails all the time from those who have paid real world prices for real world lessons. So instead of diving in headfirst, take the time to learn. If you want the biggest so-called success hack when it comes to tax sell investing, this is it. Learn what you are doing. Yes, it is going to take time. It's going to take effort. It is not an overnight thing, but this is the fastest route to tax sell success. Now, that might require you to spend a few bucks on a book or spend some more money on formal training or simply to invest time in yourself to educate yourself through whatever manner you desire but learn what you are doing. That's the number one success hack that does take time. Number two, forget timelines. I have plenty of people that want to buy a property within X amount of days. I wanna buy a property in 30 days, and the desire, of course, is admirable, but it's misaligned. So instead of saying you will buy a piece of property within X amount of days, You should be telling yourself that you will learn how to invest and you will be ready to buy something within X amount of days. The problem with artificial timelines is that you don't control quite a bit when it comes to any investment. You know, we don't control when those auctions take place. We don't control the competition that shows up there. We don't control what the properties sell for. We don't control what type of properties or the quality of those properties are being sold. We don't control which properties are redeemed at the very last minute. We don't control plenty of other stuff that decides whether or not we have made a good investment. So don't put yourself on an artificial timeline to purchase something. Next one, don't force it. 
So on the same note that we're talking about putting yourself on an artificial timeline, if something does not feel right, don't force yourself into that investment. There are more than a million tax-defaulted properties sold every single year. So why force yourself into an investment if it doesn't feel right? If it does not feel right from the start, it probably won't work out in the end. Go with your gut from day number one. The next one, stop overlooking land. I got a comment just today, as a matter of fact, from somebody who said he was at an auction and he couldn't believe that somebody paid $9,000 for just a piece of land. There's actually quite a bit of land out there that's worth plenty more than $9,000, but in the end, it does not even matter. All that matters is that you can sell your investment for more than you paid for it. And that does not matter if it's a house, a structure, a church, a school, a hospital, a piece of land. It does not matter. All that matters is you can sell it for more than you're buying it for. Don't get so involved and so tied up into the attractiveness of a single family home in a nice subdivision, for example. If it's a piece of raw dirt out in the middle of nowhere that you can make money off of, by all means, invest in that piece of property. There's far too many people out there that think land is a bad investment. It's not. It's a fantastic investment when you strategize correctly. A lot of people think that it's difficult to sell, that land is valueless. They think that it is inferior to the structures that exist. It's none of those things. Land can be extremely profitable. And I'm telling you this from personal experience here. Stop overlooking land. The next one, bad homes can be good money makers. So when people first get into real estate investing, they have these grand delusions of what they think they should be investing in. And this comes sometimes from a story that one of their buddies told them about, or maybe they saw somebody they knew that flipped this nice, beautiful house, or maybe they just watched too many of those HGTV house flipping shows. The reality is most homes at tax sales are very, very ugly. Most are stinky and most of them have plenty of issues. But newsflash, none of that matters. Ugly homes, when strategized properly, can still be huge money makers. The next one, take small profits to profit big. Here's what I mean by that. Home run deals, the deals where you make insane amounts of money, those are fantastic and they will certainly come throughout your career. But do not neglect these small profit deals that are very easy for you to grab a hold of. Those are gonna be the deals that pay your bills and those are gonna be the deals that allow you to grow over time. If you spend all your time going after nothing but those grand slam type deals that are just gonna be huge money makers, well, number one, you're gonna be pretty disappointed. And number two, your business will eventually die. There's nothing wrong with stacking small gains. Do not overlook those small profit deals if they make sense. Next one, small towns, big returns. The areas that have the highest number of registered bidders are going to be the big cities. The lowest number of registered bidders are going to be in small rural towns. That is not rocket science. 
The more bidders that are there, the more competition you have. Competition drives up prices and drives your margins right down. So focus on finding these smaller markets where you will still have buyers in the end to sell to, but if you do that successfully, you're gonna find yourself faced with a much lower competition and much higher margins. I've made far more money in small rural towns than I have in those big cities. The next one, do it differently. I did a podcast on this about a year or so ago, but it's crucial that you find some sort of angle. Everybody wants to buy that easy flip that needs carpet, needs paint, and you can make 20 or 30 grand in a week. Everyone wants that, right? The problem is that because so many people want that, it does not exist in most areas. So instead, find your own angle. Maybe you become the mobile home person. Maybe you become the person that sells the lots out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you're the person that sells all the properties with owner financing at 12% interest rate to people with a bad credit. Or maybe you're the section eight specialist, whatever it is. Find some sort of specialty that you can go in and take advantage of. They say that riches are in the niches. Yeah, it's kind of corny, but if you find your niche as a tax investor, Well, you might find your way to those riches you probably desire. Next one, research will always be king. Do not rush the research part just to get to the buying part. Sure, buying a piece of real estate, that's fine. And research is, well, I mean, it's research. But it's incredibly crucial that you perform the correct research prior to purchasing a property. Your research is always going to determine how good or how bad that investment turns out. Never forget that. And the last one, remove all emotion. Investments made off of emotional decisions are risky at best and losers at worst. Never get attached to a piece of investment real estate. It is very easy to see a piece of property and put an emotional attachment onto that property. Let me give you examples. Maybe you like to fish, and you can picture yourself fishing from that waterfront property coming up at the tax sale auction. Maybe you see a house that reminds you of the childhood house that you grew up in. Or maybe you're a golfer, and there's a property on a cool golf course. All that is great, but unless it makes sense financially, you should not be investing in it. Unless the numbers work, then don't invest in it. And it is especially crucial that you are ultra conservative with your numbers, especially if you suspect that you have any sort of emotional tie to a piece of property. Because oftentimes we have this subconscious type emotional attachment, right? Like you're looking at a piece of property, that is a really nice house. I would love to live there. I would love to do this or that. And then suddenly in our mind, the value of that property starts creeping up a little bit. Don't allow it to do that. Be ultra conservative with your numbers and invest off those numbers alone. Nothing else. Take emotion out of the equation. Now, hopefully these few bits of advice have helped you out. The entire goal with your tax sale business is to minimize mistakes while maximizing opportunities. Mistakes are going to happen, but there's a big difference between making a major avoidable mistake 
and making a very minor mistake that you can then learn from. When you combine that with learning how to maximize and take advantage of the opportunities before you, then you will find success in this business. But understand, it does take time to learn and it does take patience. But the tax sell business is an incredible business and I truly hope that you get involved. I also hope that this episode has helped you out. If this episode or any of our episodes here on the Tax Cell Podcast have helped you out, please do me a huge favor and leave me some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on right now. Thanks again for listening and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.